0: Back again for another episode of the Friday Council. Today is Friday, the fourth of November, two thousand and twenty two. How's everyone going?
1: Hot, stanky, stanky yeah.
0: and hot. It's pretty pretty rough mm. past few days with the heat.
1: I'm gonna have a swack after this. <laughs> Sweaty back. Sweaty back. It's gonna be uncomfortable.
2: How you going, David? Yeah, can't complain. Wow. Well, I can, but <laughs> gotta <laughs> wisdom teeth coming out in a couple of weeks so yeah it's weighing on my mind but
1: yeah in a couple of weeks you got a couple of weeks of anxiety to build up <laughs> it's gonna be fun
2: you're doing
0: all four yeah.
1: yeah yeah i think it's better just get it all done at once rather than
0: that's rough i've only ever had one out yet, so
1: we should record a little impromptu pod when you're just coming out <laughs> of a, um anaesthetism
0: might be on the High, high meds, yeah, pain good. relief. Oh, I don't think
1: anyway. I'm going to get any pain. He doesn't
2: seem to think that the codeine morphine-based painkillers do anything for wisdom teeth. So.
1: Damn, it's too gnarly. It's yeah. too painful.
0: What about some homeopathic remedies?
1: Yeah, I could hook you up, probably. My mum's <laughs> into oils and
0: stuff. Anyway, so we we're talking about today, the we had a friend of ours, Devon. Shout out to Devon. Shout out, Devin. Um, give us the topic of making sacrifices to better your making, future. Is making right?
1: sacrifices in terms of what you are willing to sacrifice to make the world a better place. And okay. um, I know Devin coming up with that question definitely would have implied some environmental aspect to it because he is definitely what you consider a hippie, as I wish I would be considered. Um, so yeah especially or kicking off in terms of the environment that's an obvious one to um, consider what you're willing to sacrifice because oftentimes the environmental environmentally good choice is more expensive more effort blah 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 you know if you're reusing things rewashing things when you could just buy a disposable cheap disposable i suppose that's the first point where the superficial yeah. level of sacrifice we all are expected or told we should take to make the world a better place.
0: My first thought comes down to like recycling as a topic. Because most places you see around the city, the yellow bin, the recycling bin is always the biggest one, like they're trying to encourage people to recycle and reuse. Um, obviously, talking about environment can be quite broad, it's just yeah. excuse that plane flying overhead. Oh, excuse that lovely
1: Kim chem, plane. <laughs> I, recycling's a fast man. It, it seems to be just like a ritual uh, you know y- y- people feel good when they put something oh, yeah. in. Do, yeah we we're we're Yeah we good. People so, feel good when they put something in the yellow bin and they read the read the, the, the number but it's like less than 10% is actually recycled and then the products that are made from that recycling can't be made again. It's like the plastic degrades as you recycle it. I, I'm not. I'm
0: not very knowledgeable on this. Like, it's one thing I've tried to be conscious about. You know, it seems like the big push to recycle. But so you reckon about ten percent?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's less than ten percent is is recycled because they have all these. There's all these rules. The it has to can't be smaller than a certain size, and there's obviously only certain plastics. And if it's contaminated with one pe- a whole bin is contaminated with one piece of unrecyclable plastic. It's it's yeah it's a bit landfilled. Which I think is way more than that's a big that was problem when I've, we think.
2: I remember reading about that. That was a big problem, possibly still is a big problem. I can't remember, but the CCC came out with not the Christchurch City Council <laughs> yeah, came out, um, not the
1: better CCC
2: came out with some stats. Like a, uh, I don't know when it was a year or so ago when there's like an absurd amount of because stupid people were putting like rubbish in their recycling mm. bin and then, but even
1: like you just look at some hard plastic and it's the wrong number or whatever, if you put that in, it could be just a container. You fu- You ruin your whole bin. But, yeah, so I think it's more... It's a lot like a, of a, ritual, a ritual thing. It makes you feel good. Yeah. But I think it's going to need to be reduced. Well, the reduce. Being confused are... with, like, pizza boxes, for example. Mm. You hear some say... Green bin.
0: Green bin, because yeah. it's got fat, fatty oils yeah. and leftover cheese or whatever. And then others will say... It's cardboard, so it definitely go on doesn't. Go, whoever's saying so,
1: that's just stupid, uh, right? And and the rules aren't <laughs> super clear exactly. So has got a any, large proportion of the population are, are yeah. ruining their bins, thinking uh, they're doing uh, the good uh, the right thing.
2: It, I think it's pretty simple. Like, if there's any food residue on it, it's green bin. Mm. As long as it's some, like a uh, a deep biodegradable material, so not plastic, obviously, but mm. like cardboard is. Made from trees, so it's. What about b- like what are tetra packs? What a tetra are up and paper go things. and um, no, oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, that'd be, like that'd be um, red bin. I don't know. Yeah, I doubt like that that's recyclable because, or oh, maybe tintingly is a recyclable, but, but you would never be able to clean them out. So and then and then you bin. go, you
1: get to like, in, in some state or city in America they trialed like up to like eight bins they trialed to see yeah. if people would do it, and people, some people were doing it, but the amount of time you're spending. And then, like the cost of the, each oh, yeah. individual truck that's going to collect each individual bin, yeah. it's not worth it. And I think, nah. like I just said, you—it's got to be like the reduce, reuse, recycle. It's got to be start at reduce, um, and then reuse in your own and your own house. And I think there's a reason they come first because the recycling is like a last, last ditch effort. But I mean, that's something mm. I think the reduce implies that you're sacrificing. S- Everything that you wouldn't have otherwise, if you weren't actively intending or trying to reduce your consumption of things. So,
0: yeah, I mean, convenience probably plays like a massive factor, in, um, I guess products and um, materials that you know you're just constantly using all the time. Mm. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's it it's a real like it's catching on obviously. It's a real yeah. cultural pressure to. To be to be green, although it's, there's a lot of greenwashing now, a lot of charlatan companies, act, charlatanism, charlatanism under the guise of big companies that are like greenwashing things just to get an extra buck. But um,
0: I'll be interested. What about in terms of say like animals and like food? So particularly like veganism or yeah. eating less less meat. That yeah. seems like a big push at the moment.
1: Well, that's a sacri- that's definitely a yeah. sacrifice because meat tastes good. Like no one's gonna um, deny that, vegans or otherwise. I be- I well, think.
0: some some would yeah, <laughs> some would disagree. Really? Yeah, yeah I definitely. think yeah, there'd be some hardcore activists
1: out there. Yeah, but I'm just talking about the taste, right? Yeah, like, the, um, surely there's still a decent portion of people who just don't like meat.
2: I don't. I don't find that that hard be- to believe. Hmm. I
0: wonder. Just for disclosure, uh, do we all eat meat here?
1: Yeah, I do now. I yeah, do. not for a bit. Not that yeah. much,
2: to be honest. Yeah, I'd say
1: less than the average person. Yeah, I'm definitely Probably, sacrificing. You, I'd eat more if there was no.
0: If it was a cost, is it more of a cost thing, or lifestyle, or health? What, like, what would influence it more for you?
1: For me personally,
0: well, yeah, if both. You, yeah,
1: if anyone cared, uh, it'd be like a moral uh, health thing. No, it's fine. Just for you guys,
0: for like me, like I, I doesn't bother me so much. Like I just like meat. It, it, I I feel like animals, for example, certain animals, in my opinion, like it was like sovereignty over the animal. Mm-hmm. So, like, say, if you are hunting, there would be some extremists that would say like well, killing all animals are bad. As the spectrum moves across, you might have some would say, okay, if you're killing the animal humanely, so like in a natural environment where they might die anyway from another animal, that's fine if you're mm. killing. Then you have like factory farming and those sort of things or like animals that are bred purely for food. Yeah. Like even when you throw moral, like morals, it's hard when you throw morals into it, but me personally, like I just... I don't mind. I just mm. like eating meat. Yeah, like and morally
1: is going to be everyone's going to be completely different. um So yeah, like I would
0: eat probably eat more meat, not just like say that's the only thing I eat meat, but I'd probably eat less because of like lifestyle health mm. choices. My wife can't eat as much mm. meat, but it's just as expensive now. Like it seems like. The easiest or cheap more cheaper option, you're looking at
1: like grains, yeah, or yeah. beans in terms of calories you know, per dollar. Like can, or lentils,
0: yeah. like those legumes sort of things. Yeah, yeah.
1: It brings to mind a real good point when a good friend's brought up. He's, he's a bit of a hunter himself. And also a hippie, I'd say. Okay. Um he he's made the point that kind of blew my mind that oftentimes a vegan un, counterintuitively, a vegan and a and a hunter will have more in common in terms of animal welfare and animal rights and their morals more closely aligned than that of your regular job like average unthinking meat eating consumer because the hunter obviously what is is getting it from a from a wild source where they have lived arguably the most ethically good life and it's usually quite quick and yeah they're working hard for it and obviously you can see why the vegans would like that over someone who's buying cheap supermarket chicken and beef or the cheapest beef. I guess
0: like from an environmental standpoint too,
1: you know, this argument where
0: farming, especially dairy farming and the implications it would have on the environment, but equally like as a society to progress and to move on, like we do need food. And when you balance, you're trying to balance like environment with, um, supply just some sub- general supply of food like you how do you find that middle ground you know mm. yeah did you to say something
2: yeah i think the pretty much oh, not the solution to this but uh, you just take a look around the world like what what countries are damaging the environment the most it's the poorest countries so mm.
1: as yeah. as a general well, rule of thumb um, not per person. I think like oftentimes they are the ones polluting and making the products that we buy and then throw away. Well, if you're talking about manufacturing, like China, yeah. But per person, like we maybe I I'd have to, a lot I,
2: I, more. I would have to look at those stats. But put it this way, like a, a country goes through like their dirtiest phase when they're uh, developing, so. A good example of this is like China at the moment. They're phasing out from developing to develop. So at the moment, they still use like a lot of coal and stuff like that, and that'll be on a per capita, no matter what metrics you use. But they're rapidly um, changing to to like the big push for um, electric vehicles and stuff. There, I think there's a city there where they, every every bus is. Electric, I mean, that's I guess that's only a small and the grand scheme of things, but mm. I know that they have like hard, quite like progressive policies when it comes to like EVs and stuff like that. Um, so like generally, and even if these like don't show up in per person, like a good example is like India or something, like where the Ganges is filthy, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's amazing
0: that people like bathe in yeah, them every day, but they don't really have a choice, yeah,
2: and so. Like they're going through a real dirty phase at the moment, but I think India another country which is rapidly is um, becoming more wealthy. Still a long way to go, but I think a hundred years time from now, maybe two hundred, I don't know, the Ganges and stuff will be a lot cleaner than it is today. Because I think as a country, become, as countries become more wealthy, they just naturally become, whether it's purely because they just have the ability to. Whether that's financially or or whatever, have the ability to look after their backyard more more so than they did when they are poor and struggling, and they kind of have to um, use wood, yeah, like duty yeah. fuels and and uh, yeah. yeah. So I think I think the solution is, or to a large degree anyway, is just become more wealthy. Yeah, make everyone as well. I think as possible, I think yeah, possible, yeah, and I like for example, I think if you take a look at the Western world is, uh, even though there's still plenty, plenty of people who complain, like, um, it's a hell of a lot cleaner than it was a hundred years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I in think some it, metrics, though, there's probably other me- in terms of like waste and stuff. we probably yeah. have more waste now, but like, um, yeah. sanita- like a good, gr- like in sanitation stuff, like we, it's very rare in the Western world. It still does happen occasionally, but when it does, it's like shocking if there's like dirty water, dirty wastewater, or even, um, do you like drinking water is rare again? That did, did happen here not that long ago. And mm. um, like up north, some have locked north. But it's very rare when it does happen. Like that's every, like that standard life in like a yeah. developing country. Like you don't drink the tap water, at dirty. Here it's a big deal if if the tap water is dirty. And and maybe um, there's other countries that aren't quite as good as New Zealand. Developed countries that aren't quite as good. But yeah, in general, with like wastewater, like you're not going to see. Well, maybe in certain cities, if there's like large homeless encampments and things like that. But as a general rule of thumb, you're not going to see like um, open sewers.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, a hundred, two hundred years ago, you would have seen open sewers in in New Zealand or anywhere in the Western world. Now we have like, as a general rule of thumb, we have pretty good like
1: um, sanitation systems. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I I think. I I think yeah, there's there's a lot of truth in there, and in terms of pollution, like uh, CO two and dirty fuel pollution, those poorer countries do emit more. But I think the individual, like our lifestyles, compared to the average average New Zealander compared to the average Indian, is so so much more. Maybe not directly emitting, like how they burn the f- burn fire to keep like wood to keep warm, which is like the dirtiest fuel, but we You know, like, the amount of rubbish we produce and the amount of oil and emissions that are used to produce all that to get to us, I think it's very indirect and, like, out of our our sight. Even our bin, like, I don't imagine India, poor Indians have, like, a rubbish collection service, so they have to live with any rubbish that they're dealing with. They probably burn it, to be honest, but to be fair. Um, But, yeah, a lot of our stuff is, like, out of sight, out of mind, and... That's often the, the argument for, like, why should New Zealand do anything to you know, curb our emissions because we're so small, blah, blah, blah. But I think that's like a climate change emissions argument when a lot of the environmental problem is, like, pollution and, like, obviously real pollution. And, um, yeah, basically pollution, air, ground, whatever. And, like, in New Zealand now, we, within our generate lifetimes, have seen our, like some of our favorite rivers no longer be swimmable because we're not willing to sacrifice the income loss from like the dairy which is where we get most of our or a lot of new zealand's income now used to be like sheep now it's all dairy and it's obvious that the dairy is ruining the the rivers but it seems like as a country we're not willing to make that sacrifice to Make dairy less profitable, yeah. I, I, harsher controls. I think
2: there's definitely an element of truth to that of like rivers being damaged. My understanding is like that stuff's gotten way better. Some of it will just take like a long time to see results, but my understanding already, like if you look, compare the rivers to now to where they were 10 or 15 years ago, they're better. They're better now. If you compare them to where they were 50 years ago, you're probably right, they're still worse than they were 50 years ago. But I think we've reached the peak of environmental damage from dairy farming. I think. The practices and that again, okay, look maybe I'm wrong, but hmm. the gist of what I've what I've heard is that the, the farming industry, especially the dairy only, dairy farming industry, has has cleaned up their act a lot yeah. in in the past decade or so. Yeah, um, yeah th- and like one of those methods I know is um like um what's it called like it's called like rip- riparian planting or something. Yes, so that's yeah. where they plant like. What is it like? Flaxes or something that suck up like mm, the stream boundaries. So, and there's there's a whole other lot of things that they do now that they weren't doing, um, you know, maybe 15 or 20 years ago. So yeah. I, I think we're already on the right track. Um, can we get better? Probably, um, yeah. but yeah, you also do have to weigh up like the 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 cost benefit. Like this is a, a over some extreme oversimplification, but let's just say that we completely shut down like dairy farming in New Zealand tomorrow um will that have a positive impact on the environment yes but will it have a a huge negative impact on the economy yes and so what's better Mm -hmm. like you have to weigh out the pros and cons so like if we like destroy our economy tomorrow just so we have a better environment is that going to be a better way of life if we're like living in poverty you know thousands hundreds of thousands of people unemployed because the dairy industry's gone tomorrow plus the tax revenue and everything the flow-on effect is that worth it to have a better environment I don't think so you still has to be a balancing Mm -hmm. act but yeah I I don't
1: think it's just as simple as being like well yeah like shut it down because it's a a moral argument again eh and that's yeah that's the tricky thing it's gonna differ from every every single person every single person
2: to me you just have to negate the negatives as much as possible um but you yeah, you're gonna to have to accept that there's probably gonna be some level of environmental damage, but yeah, you you want to curb that as And the only thing, and like I'm pretty sure I have read like there have been like improvements in like the farming technology and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That hasn't, and that'll happen again. Like, of course, it's it's easy to say that it will happen, but I, I just I think naturally it will. They'll mm. find better methods or whatever it is, technology or chemical, something that will um, limit the harm that, that you know. So I think, like, it sounds ridiculous and probably is ridiculous, but I think I read something like they're trying to develop, like, a vaccine for cows that will stop them emitting methane or something. Yeah, yeah. That sounds far-fetched, probably is far-fetched, but, you know, that's it. Eventually, I think we'll, yeah, we'll... Yeah. And I think we already have come a long way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, like... Uh, if i like sometimes i think about dairy farming like like driving a car it's like there's only a pet like a petroleum car there's only so much you can make them efficient at the end of the day they're still gonna be emitting and having a negative impact on air quality around so i think dairy farming's like that like yeah we might be able to get it right crank it down to like as efficient as almost possible for a biological animal but like even if you've cranked it down, I mean the numbers, or uh, the intensification has gone way up. Yeah. So maybe per cow it's gone way better, but the intensification also has. And I, I think the, I think some of the rivers have gotten worse. I think I don't know if the rivers are getting better. I'm pretty confident that Again, like, I, I, I'm saying that. But then it's like, head, yeah, but, what metric? But, it's like.
2: But I, I yeah. have. How does it? You got to find out
1: how you measure it. Like a lot of them in summer, it's like not, not swimmable. Like yeah, YMAC. there's still, like, yeah, yeah, there are
2: still a lot sure that could, that aren't. I yeah. think there are areas in the Wimac that are swimmable and others aren't, and I think it also fluctuates at times. Sometimes it's worse at, than than others. Mm. Um, but yeah, as as a, my understanding is that like it'll take like decades for many of these rivers to recover. So there may have been measures yeah, that have no been implemented that are slowly improving these rivers and then, but we won't be able to swim in them again for another 20 or 30 because it takes a long time for them to repair. Yeah. Um, again, look, I'm not an expert on this, but this is just things that, I, that I've that i picked up, read or, or listened to. Um, I could be wrong, so mm. yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I think it's good. Uh, mo- moving on well, from there, and
2: another another point, I would also say it's yep. like if you think about like farming, it's like uh, a very probably the most like generational um, sort of like business in New Zealand. Like farms get handed down throughout families, right? So um, if you think about it, it's in the farmer's best interest to like look after the environment because the environment is totally destroyed. Mm. Then they're going to pass it down to their grandchildren or whoever who are gonna be inheriting something that's severely yeah. depreciated in value because it's been destroyed, right?
1: Yeah. And obviously
2: it's it's not um like because there's a knock on effect, like this the farm itself and then the river or, yeah, or yeah, the surrounding say, area. With that
1: with that example, like I think a lot of the problem is that the river is basically a waste transport system. It just—it's not part of the farm. Or that a lot of them, a lot of farmers get a bad rap, and I think they are like really good and they care. Like hunters, I think do. most do.
2: I think most do now. I think there may have been a point in time where there was a
1: significant portion that didn't care. Yeah, um, but they're not going to cut into their but, own profit margin that much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, um, and but can you blame them? Really? No,
2: you can't. Yeah. But I think in general, I think I would say at least ninety percent of farmers probably have good intentions about like the environment. Um, whether that be directly their own farm yeah. or the surrounding area I I'd think, agree. I think agree. the vast majority are good people who want yeah. to do the right thing and um, like yeah some of these me- measures and methods as I say w- will just take time like you can't implement them overnight and mm-hmm. i think that's one of the farmers biggest gripes at the moment is like we have a government that's trying to bring in like radical changes they're saying oh we can eventually get there but we just can't do it overnight like yeah. it's gonna take time
1: yeah and i think a lot of some people may not be aware of the downstream effects like say if you're all for not knowing really how a farm works or too clued in about the environment you just go from the mainstream news that farmers are polluting the environment, blah blah blah, and environment good, farmers bad, pollution bad. Um you go, yeah, correct, we want like controls on the on the farmers, but then are they willing to sacrifice the fact that or the cheap meat. So like yeah, and I, cheap I, meat and milk. So if they have to de intensify, profits go down, prices go think, up for us. Yeah. Anyone
2: it, anyone you know. who's like drinking milk or eating meat, unless you're sourcing it specifically from like this super ethical like small farm mm. that you're verified as like doing everything to the highest of standards i think yeah you need to be very careful about what you're saying because you very well could be you know a, a hypocrite essentially yeah I, uh, you know like and here i'll throw my mom under the bus she she loves to complain about dairy farming but she fucking <laughs> drinks so much so much milk yeah so it's like how yeah. can you be complaining about like dairy farming to be fair i think she's come around a bit on the dairy farming she's been a bit red-pilled in the past year or so <laughs> um, so she's come around a bit um but yeah she used to be super anti and i'm like how can you be like talking shit about dairy farming when you like go through like three liters of milk like every four days like yeah, you know yeah. like you you're a massive consumer of milk
0: not by yourself
2: surely Oh, uh, you probably hear it here like, in my father. Like, that's a lot of milk. milk. Yeah, um, they drink a lot gee. with heap Their tea addicts. So, and this they, right, a, yeah, and so they drink it with their
1: tea. About that, like, eventually, if you want this, that pristine protection of the environment, you're going to, at the end of the day, you're going to have to pay more. And everything's yeah. going to cost way more. Yeah. And it's easy for someone like uh, any of us to say we have, like, a reasonable amount of yeah. disposable, like, we can handle that, but... It always affects the poorest, yeah. And the so most.
2: I think, yeah, there's another argument there, and I think I actually heard this from it was either Gordon Ramsay or it was from Marco Pierre White, who's another famous chef. If if you hadn't heard of him, He's, he was
0: a mentor of um, Ramsay, I think. I think he was.
2: Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Um, and, and and he sort of made this argument when they're like, and this is speaking like sort of specifically to like factory farming it's like yeah we can look at it and we can say like it's unethical to have uh, animals living in these like unnatural conditions tight confines and stuff like that but then you've also got to like look at it, the human aspect of like if we took that away like how many years right the, the lowest people of, or the or the poorest people of society will no longer be able to afford mm. um you know cheap high essentially high quality food like so that so you, you do have to balance this between um, the fact that these these products are like you know very real n- yeah. nutritious products that are often case consumed by um you know milk for example is considered like a obviously yeah. staple and it is relatively cheap for like the, qu- the, the quantity yeah. like of calories and nutrition yeah. that you get from it. Yeah. um is so- it
0: possibly like a subjective thing but generally if if Say like meat, for example, if if the conditions that the animal was brought up in, like free farm or grain fed or whatever, is the food quality itself like better tasting anyway?
1: I think or, apparently. Or I, like think milk? Yeah.
0: Like I, I feel like milk's one of those things. It, to me, it doesn't really matter
1: what brand or nah. what type. Like nah. the, Have you yeah. tried fresh farm milk? I want to. I want to. Feel, there's oh, like, good, there's like there's
0: certain milks when I go to the supermarket you look at the pricing it's like I well the cheapest. Like, I do kind of want to try the more expensive milk because it'd be justifying like one less coffee a week or mm. something like that but it comes down to it it's just like no I just grab the cheapest
1: thing yeah, yeah. the difference in product as well I, I'd highly recommend the raw raw milk it tastes busting and there's a lot of a lot of health benefits okay, you, well, and people who are lactose intolerant can drink raw milk because there's an enzyme in it not in New Zealand. It's, you I have to sell farm to customer. You can't sell it any other way Okay, in New Zealand. Um, well, yeah, i got a hookup. i got a raw milk okay, hookup. That would be
0: interesting to try. I think I'll think i bring
1: some back from you. When I come back from Dunedin for work, I, I okay. stop by and get my hookup.
0: But like meat anyway, like it seems just this is generalizing, but if you bought meat from Mad Butcher or like Pack and Save, it just doesn't seem generally as good as if you had bought it from like uh, a specialty butcher or yeah. if it was like home killed or whatever on a, on a farm. Yeah, maybe, but I don't but even- But that's possibly subjective. Yeah,
2: I don't, because I doubt that as a generalization, like, like um, butchers are probably getting the, the same factory yeah. farm stuff, unless they're specific, or they may have a variety as supermarkets do. Some of it's free yeah. range, some of it's not. Um, so, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, mm. again- and yeah, you know, there's probably certain butchers who like make sure they get the highest quality cuts of meat and they probably get yeah, charged more for that and yeah. that's only a certain portion of the population will be able to buy it from them um yeah but i think just a general sort of um you know message to like all of this stuff environment climate change whatever it is is that we're constantly like improving it's just, I think a lot of people want this stuff implemented tomorrow. We can't do that because of, like, the shock that it will cause mm. to, essentially, the economy, which is, essentially, real people's lives. You know, if you stop oil and gas tomorrow, like, no, how many, like, 10% of the population, probably less, have EVs at the moment. So, oh, a, uh, my
1: phone call. So, like... <laughs> oh. Ignored. So, keep going.
2: Um, yeah, so... You just can't, like, some of these things, like, I think in 50 years' time from now, for example, I think at least 50% of cars will be EV. I think it's just a rough estimate. 50 years from now, 50% yeah. of cars will be Like, if you look at the numbers, like, the amount of EVs that you produce every year, it's, like, it, it it's growing exponentially. Hmm. It's still a tiny percentage, but it's growing exponentially. So, like, some of these things just take time. Yeah. And... Just like a real simple way of even thinking about it is the fact that oil and gas, like a finite resources, we're going to run it out of them at some point anyway, so we actually have to find these alternatives, but they just take time, so we just have to do the best that we can without saying, no, we're going to ban like planes and cars and Mm. farming tomorrow, like no, we just have to say, we strive to, for 50 years now, to be yeah, doing all these things at a far it's lower percentage that we are today but we just have to accept that it will take time yeah. and that mm-hmm. at the moment which is
1: what I think a lot of to to battle for the environmentalists is that like that time is the thing that we don't have supposedly yeah, say, yeah. yeah like,
0: and a lot of it, it also I'd probably comes down bit, to like yeah. infrastructure because it's not easy just to implement like yeah. I don't know hundreds or thousands of mm-hmm. like EV charging stations like, it seems like in the last three or four years or whatever, when they started putting them out, you know, it's kind of like disabled parking or disability parking. It was like, like a perk. If you had an EV car, like you generally would like, get parking closer to whatever. It seems like you're seeing more, more yeah. charging stations, but a lot of it's infrastructure. It's like, it's not easy as well in terms of like, let's say housing. Like if you are starting to put up townhouses without parking or, um, you know, like trying to mess, like residential area of living, um, it's not easy. You can't just yeah. run like cords out to the street. Yeah. Like it would only be like a luxury for certain
1: people. Or, yeah, that is counterintuitive. Isn't yeah, it?
0: it's like you need to have that kind of balance. Or s- depends on like
1: your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. mind you, they're intending people in townhouses to be on public transport, and not own a car. Full stop. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, and again, like
2: the infrastructure is not yeah, there. So mean, like there Like the so public mean, transport yeah. is not up to standard, and that's like half the problem. Is that we sort of have these people at, at the moment who are dictating to us. Like, um, hopefully, it would have changed now for the change of mayor in Christchurch. But the last mayor and her council would love to harp on about how we should all be using public transport or but, bicycles. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, they put a lot of work into to building cycle lanes. Yeah. So to their credit, they've done that. But the public transport in Christchurch is is average at best. Yeah. So you can not expect people to be using public transport when it's not very good. If we had a world-class public transport yeah. system as they may have in like New York or London or something, then maybe mm, you've yeah. got... It's the, very hard to... Yeah.
0: Like if you're bringing a lot of people into one central location, this, it seems like, you know, we've got it pretty okay. But if you're going to go from one outside suburb to another, it generally does not make sense Like using public transport. Mm. Biking, you know, that can be difficult especially now you've got a lot of theft of bicycles. Um, e-bikes are getting cheaper, but it's not like not everyone can afford it was like disposable yeah. um, product like to buy an e-bike so, to get around. Um, yeah, like you're saying like I've you know experienced public transport in Hong Kong um, and um, New York as well like although it's dirty and like pretty rough, it's very useful and easy to get around. Like from one side of New York to the other, you know, hop in the subway, like they've got it pretty good there. But mm. a place like Christchurch, it just doesn't work.
1: Yeah, it's no good. Um, I was going to say like when we, at the very start of the podcast and we framed it as like what are you willing to sacrifice with an environmental slant, thinking about it a different way and all of us will be like this to a different, exen- uh, different extent, but we're all willing to sacrifice Some of the environment for our own pleasure as we say as we yeah as we as a culture obviously do with the meat so we're obviously and that's a moral issue i'll I'll put like again this is a massive she's saying i'm willing to pollute the environment a little bit for cheap meat this is a massive
2: oversimplification i don't
1: agree maybe but i i mean i still eat meat so i'll I'll make it
2: again a a massive oversimplification but just to make a point is like if you think about the way that we live today is like yeah, so, like, we consume a lot, we do some damage to the environment and stuff like that. But would you rather live to the w- way we did today or, let's say, if we went back to being cavemen, mm. it would be better for the environment, right? Mm-hmm. But would that be better for humanity?
1: I I, I have had that written down. You had a, right. a lady at work who was real anti-environmentalism and she was like, what do they want us to do? Go back to, like, living in huts Exactly,
2: stuff. so we but, could do that. That would be better for the environment, but would it be better for humanity? I well, don't
1: think what, it would. Yeah, well, I mean we would have been more like in terms of a lot of like mental health it was probably much better but in terms of physical health no like in terms of how long you're going to live no but is that like then it gets real philosophical like what's the point what are we doing all this for yeah. like, is it just to live as long as possible or is it to like yeah so well, i think in a lot of ways the primitive lifestyle and a lot of people try that they try and go back to like eating primitively like spending technology. more time yeah spending more time with friends family yeah, away alone technology. and there's
0: yeah. merit to that but
2: yeah. uh, probably many of those same people also want to get on a plane and, and mm. fly to fiji or somewhere at some point yeah. as well yeah, yeah you, so gotta, you can't you, don't get you can't
0: catch a boat like you're not going to yeah, be for sure taking a one month journey to, to yeah. go visit europe
2: yeah. or so whatever. there are certainly merits to incorporating some of the things that we did as when we were hunter gatherers or cavemen but i think that 90% or more, probably closer than 99% of humanity, if they were faced with the reality of, do we go back to being cavemen? So that means you give up your phone, your yeah. internet, everything, they'd be like, actually, no, it's mm. not such a good I, idea. It sounded good in theory, but yeah. when you, I think about, I can't have my phone and text my girlfriend. Yeah, and, yeah Well, well like, all day, every
1: talking, day for them was like getting enough food to survive. Yeah. Them, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. All day, every day. When you're
0: talking about like using your phone, for example, as just in terms of technology, the amount of waste or like e-waste mm. that has been accumulated in the past years from constantly like evolving phones mm. and computers, et cetera, et mm. cetera, um, just how technology's expanded. Yeah. they can be
1: real
2: toxic
0: that's, shit. It's very, very bad. But equally, you know, it's such a l- common thing or luxury for yeah. people in, in the in West Western, to, have, yeah. Yeah, to have like new TVs every three yeah. or five years or a new cell phone for some people every year that they might be preaching like environment but yeah. equally like are you willing to give up your um these microphones yeah, we're you, talking on well, right now yeah. you know? your phones like for like yeah. tiktok or your social media or your consumption but like trying to push a narrative of mm. like we're trying to do it for the environment yeah you know most yeah, you gotta check yourself
1: out and it's yeah. a lot of people would be just myself included like oftentimes real disappointed in my in yourself you know and you, it's real easy to talk a big game be like I'm an environmentalist and then you like, You're like right a driver you like drive you for work yeah,
2: yeah. and so and I think like- that's the sort of I think that's where we have to sort of stop being so hard on ourselves because I was saying, I think if you take like a, a bird's eye view of humanity like we're constantly improving we're far from the perfect product the finished product but yeah. you take where we are Compared to 50 years ago, I think we've made strides in most areas. Mm. In most areas of life, and yeah, we can debate that there's some that are going backwards for is, sure. Is
0: that a whole as a society, or I think like, yeah. I, I've read some places that millennial um, millennials are like the first generation that may not.
2: Be better no, off. I think the key, the wording is that they think they won't be better off. It's not yeah. that they won't be better off. It's that they think, that, and that doesn't surprise me because they're being brainwashed at school. <laughs> they're being yeah. told that everything is wrong with the world. So they yeah. think that life's going to be terrible. They think the world's going to end in 20 years because of climate yeah. change and stuff well, like I'm that. I'm not
0: necessarily thinking from like a. I get what you're saying. I think for the most part, like, if you want to improve and better yourself, you need to put the hard work in to to do it. But in terms of like just general, general like, way of living it seems housing in proportion to like earnings or whatever where it might have been more easier for people in the past or our like boomer generation to buy a house or their first home or like cost of food like everything is obviously getting more expensive as time goes on is our way of life getting better i think yes like evolving and technology and, and all that yeah, we, I, but, people say quality of
1: life right, but I would then say it's like later, more de- more mental illness than it ever has been uh, everyone's more depressed than uh, they i ever would say been. yeah the other thing is if you look at right. the
2: quality of the houses that boomers were living in compared to the quality of houses that many people yeah, are living a in today. Hey, is a substantial upgrade mm. you we're, we're sitting in an old house today and we know that it gets bloody cold in winter doesn't mm-hmm. it well you know in mm-hmm. particular i live mm-hmm. in a nice double glazed inch ladder house it doesn't get too cold in winter so the quality of housing and also the size i've seen like the average house of size is like quadrupled or something in the mm. past 50 60 years so um land land prices have gone up too for sure but um it, there's been a big shift in people's standards um, boomers were happy to live like in a little shack it's their first time these days, people want to live, a lot of people want to live in mm-hmm. a brand new freaking palace as their first house. Yeah. Um, so that's part of the problem as to why, because there, there are, and again, it's a generalization. I'm not saying that, um, yeah, I think like the proportion of, of wage to house value or whatever is much higher than it used to be um it's but like expectation eh? yeah That's part of it too, part of it is yeah. an expectation problem people yeah. want to move into a big fat house as I, if it- I
0: agree i agree with that sentiment yeah i think as some of myself trying to look like get into your first home i think as a generalization most people think like for your first home you're going to get like your forever not necessarily your forever home but like there's yeah expectations of it's got to be double glaze you've got to have two part like um double garage or whatever mm. but uh, i mean it depends you know generally you would it's, renovate or um, make improvements to houses but there will be some examples where you know a house built in 1920 like may not have had much done to it but the cost of that house is still yeah. inflated there's,
1: there's got to be a point where if ever-increasing population where I think that's the population's changing, so the, the standard of housing that someone can expect for a first house, if at all they're ever going to own a house, is going to change. Like, you can't expect to have a two car garage yeah. in New York City because it's so big, it's so intense. Yeah. But um, I, I did want to say just before like, I wrote it down a while ago that um, when we were talking about the whole meat stuff, and I often think about the, like, the true cost of a good. So, we're, using that meat as an example again, the dairy. Um, farming like the cheap meat the relatively cheap meat we pay now is effectively like, in a way subsidized by the the cost on the environment you know like a, a, that's why it'd be more expensive if it's if we protect the environment at all costs that's why it's more expensive because it's you can't get as much out of it and, and so on and it's pretty obvious but um uh yeah so i think in a lot of things we have especially in western Societies where we have cheap electronics and whatnot, the true cost of that electronic should be like vastly more, and so because it's so cheap, the environment's taken an else it makes it be subsidizing our cheap phone that we're going to keep for a year, and 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 yeah, yeah. That, what I mean? well, you
0: also have the like it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. Like we yeah. know that these phones, like using phones as an example, are built and. Um, Asian countries, and so the output or the waste or pollution or whatever is in another country. So it's yeah. like easily to say China is pro- producing yeah. the most yeah, yeah. amount, but like, are you going to make that sacrifice if there were yeah. to be? You're going yeah, you to buy New Zealand? Yeah, if you're going to make any buy New Zealand? Made sure, there would be people that would do it regardless. Those are the like one end. Yeah, others. Well, obviously, it would be more expensive if you're taking into account um, where are they going to source the their um, materials from, probably a lot of it in terms of like chips and whatnot will come from China anyway. Mm. So getting them here, um, yeah, it will cost more for labor to, to make the phone being in Western country. it's like, like the U S where if it's like Trump was trying to get back into power and bring a lot of manufacturing back from China to the U S that would become more expensive. But mm. like in some ways we understood from the pandemic and all the supply chain disruptions that you do need some sort of self sufficiency or like on a national level as opposed to relying on one nation for I all think all goods. the way down from a yeah. national
1: level all the way to the individual level for self sufficiency. So that's so all well, then like, yeah. yeah, you
0: know. It's like what's well, you do like in terms of sacrificing for a better life, like you have to take the L on some things, um, give up, whether it be like environmental factors For way of living, yeah, Um, yeah, like improved way of living. Like you've got to find the fine line, and then does it come down to like a individual moral thing, or should it be societal based? Should it be down to like Mm. government making decisions for us? Like we, yeah, you don't want too much regulation, no. But then in some ways, you know, if if you have an environment or um like a industry or whatever that is. I don't know abusing whatever power or abusing regular like you. You may need to implement regulations. Yeah,
1: yeah. I always thought, uh, same before recording, eco fascism is probably the most realistic, uh, effective. Disagree with me, please, if you do, but of getting of getting some protection for the environment, and it's it definitely takes. I think government regulation because it's so intangible, and on the individual level, people don't it's like it's like a like a the number a number with 20 zeros or digits past it it's like incomprehensible to the human brain it's it's so big so when one farmer's like oh, i'll just dump this bucket of or i'll just let the cows my three cows piss in the river it's all good it's gone it's out of sight of mine or like in your own backyard i'll just burn this plastic it's all good it's just me just a little old me um i forgot i was going with that it's fine okay so i was talking about microphone issues recorder Yep. Okay. Good. What, go again from ecofash? Yeah, go on. Okay. Okay. Um, so basically what I'm saying is I was wondering whether ecofascism, just strict regular government regulation was was the answer because the environment is such a massive and diffuse um problem that an individual farmer, say, who has who's gonna take a take an L on his income, de intensify his cows and riparian plant, pay all that money when his neighbor is able and legally able to have like a thousand cows on it and be dumping, letting his cows all piss in the river. Um, like, why Why would you do that? And so that's where I think government regulations needed. In terms of the environment, <clears throat> I think it's the only way that you're going to protect it.
2: Yeah, just, just regulation. I don't think you need fascism. You just need, re- you do need regulations, and there are regulations in place now. So, yeah. And it's the same for everything, it's the same for. Um, you know other industries like mining and stuff like that the way that we used to mine was just yeah rip the rip the beer and then do nothing now there's strict regulations in place that like you have to follow certain protocols mm-hmm. when you're mining it and once you're done you have to put all the shit back in place as best you can so yeah regulations uh, when it comes to environment are good otherwise yeah you will just have people who take shortcuts but um as far as we're there's some pretty decent regulations in place, which prevent the most of that stuff now. Mm.
0: How much, in terms of regulation, oh, I mean, from environments. Then though, how much regulation is too much regulation to the point where it, it prevents like output of, I guess, betterment for society. Mm. Not, I don't want you to say like taxing as an example, but you know, there's that fine line between taxing income to, to benefit, uh, revenue for government but then you know, if it's not being used efficiently
1: yeah uh, i don't know it brings to mind like just makes me think we're all so like even generationally we're all so used to like so much now in like the western countries and i feel like y- you can argue either way but i i think we're probably overshot in terms of our like lifestyle being sustainable and then a lot of people default to like hopefully someone will invent something and we can all just keep living the, the way we want and that relates to my old co worker saying, like, oh, what do they expect us to go back to like primitive living in caves? And I think there's going to have to be a kind of halfway if we, if I don't think it would ever happen, but if, if we truly wanted to, they'd have to, we have to sacrifice a lot as a society and our standard of living. And, um, but, but then possibly like a lot of the throwaway culture we live in is intentional, it's like intentionally a result of the, the, like how they make money in the monetary system. Um, you know, like it's it's in a company's best interest to make a product that only lasts a year and you're yeah, forced to, to buy to another one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so they can grow. The, the obviously... incentive for in our in our we, in our society, in our capitalistic society, is not for like reuse or reduce reuse. Like the whole incentive is to like consume more and faster. Yeah, repro. Well, I say reproduce, but like
0: produce more grow more like for yeah, companies yeah, it's anyway like more, more, more. yeah more and growth you, yeah, profit, yeah we want the growth like, feed the shareholders yeah
1: three percent growth which yep. is on a fun like they want what's the quote infinite growth on a finite planet david you might know, have something oh uh, yeah later, so
2: like there is some yeah i get what you're saying and like i'm not a massive consumer myself i try and hold on to my phone's phone as long as possible and mm. stuff like that i still have a laptop from like 2013 mm. um Solid. Yeah, yeah so like solidly. so i'm not a huge consumer but at the no, same time compar- comparatively
1: to like uh, yeah. indians we are
2: but but if that <laughs> wasn't indians. if people weren't consuming like that it would probably also reduce like the rate of like
0: improvement yeah improvement
2: yeah. right and so i think that overall is a net positive the rate when we're constantly proving on stuff because chances are that will lead to like breakthroughs that can be beneficial
1: for the planet mm-hmm. that's what you mean
2: Oh, and That's even true. if not for the planet, like I think you would have to argue, even though there certainly are some drawbacks to like modern technology, I think it's a net positive as as a whole on on, on the planet being able to have a phone, whether it's even just being able to call to the cops or something hmm. anywhere. It Con- as a whole on
1: the for the, pl- uh, the for, planet for society, for, for people, I should say, for yeah, humans. Yeah. yeah,
2: for society, I'd say yeah. that that technology is a, is, a, is a net positive even yeah. though there certainly are some big drawbacks
1: to yeah. it not for the planet i'd say definitely not yeah for not the for the planet um well, even for, like the internet
0: as a whole i can yeah, imagine yeah. living in an environment where like to hear what happened across the world you yeah. have to wait for the newspaper the next morning yeah or something you yeah. know or, or yeah. you're trying to communicate to people like friends and family across the world like yeah. Only if I like self you got video calling now, mm. like no, and, I don't know much about the metaverse. But. And
2: yeah, well on that note, and it's what you said something about yeah, infinite growth on a on a finite planet. Yeah. That's true in terms of natural resources, mm. um, but that's the thing with technology. You no longer it's no longer just the planet, is it? Technology essentially can be infinite. Internet is infinite. Mm-hmm. Already like you see people who get played some people are fortunate enough to get played. Paid to get play video games. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, that that's like creating something out of nothing. Like well, you obviously have to physically create yeah, the, the, the 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 technology to create it. But yeah, that like is there's a these NFTs and stuff like that, even though mm-hmm. I don't understand them. Like with the internet and technology in general um, that significantly whether it's infinite or not significantly increases like yeah. it,
0: different, it opens up different markets yeah.
2: um, so yeah. no longer like is no longer just about like yeah the physical resources that used to be land and minerals and, and resources now you have technology which opens up yeah internet yeah. and internet that, of things whatever you want to call
1: it that's like that's assuming you can figure out how to recycle the minerals that make the that power everything that makes the internet happen which is all like rare metals and uh, you know definitely finite things. But that's the thing; it's the the res- in terms of like recycling electronics is just not financially viable at no. the moment. Um, I suppose it might if if we don't completely screw ourselves like kind of the mainstream narrative is, and like it's completely inhospitable, the market will, will self correct yeah. and it'll make it it'll make it worth it to salvage yeah. little I, tiny I mean, flecks of gold out of.
2: I I think uh, yeah I know you. Just- like it, you just say it's a cop out like oh yeah someone will eventually come up with something but I mean yeah. I think if you have to look it's just like that's what's happening like if you look at where we were from 50 years ago like it, yeah. the amount of advancement is, is insane Yeah, and that should in theory be even bigger the advan- rate of advancement because it goes exponentially in the next yeah. 50 years so I, I think we, we will figure out like essentially but, like I've, if you take like real like a universal view is say eventually we're going to run out of all these resources on earth that's right so we have to become it sounds crazy now but we have to become intergalactic where we can harness energy from space the universe where where there is infinite minerals and resources and you go through what consuming yeah so it sounds it sounds insane now but but i think we eventually will figure that out
1: i think that's i think that is yeah i think i agree with that and that's if we are going to, if the nature of, if our, like, uh, what's the word? Destiny is to just, like, consume and keep, kill, uh, keep growing and yeah. leave consuming and planets as it we doesn't, go. It doesn't even STD, have to be
2: that, like, we continue, like, because that makes it sound like, yeah, we, like, take everything and then leave. I think like if we learn to like hunt like like there's infinite energy in the sun all right. Mm. So how eventually we'll figure out how do we how can we harness lightning, example. Right yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, eventually I think we'll figure out how we can harness all these things which doesn't actually require like decimating a planet. Yeah. That, that might be part of it, but also some of it could be they say that the asteroids are full of
1: minerals. So like yeah, yeah. and and that's I don't know what you mean. Yeah. But I think and you mentioned the word exponential as well. I think again on in terms of like our per per person use and ha- direct explicit harm on the environment might be getting better but like as in terms of like a historical scale of humanity i think like that like the more less and less native forests you know the, the mercury in the oceans is rising up and so that that stuff is is only getting worse and a lot of it is exponential so i don't know i think it's just i think we've just it's so like detached it's it we don't see it oftentimes but like amazon is, is a fact it's, yeah, it's not growing amazon, it's but getting that, nailed.
2: and that's that, that's a great example and right, we could be because, like someone
1: hopefully can invent something that can s- replace yeah, timber but, but no one has and it's getting that, running out of time
2: that that's a great example of the amazon though right is that country what is it whatever the name of the country that amazon is and is a very poor country so that's it they're doing this they're they're, they're pillaging their, their resources without doing it in a sustainable way mm. or an eco-friendly way because they kind of have to just yeah. to put food on the table. That's the yeah. thing. If the Amazon was in New Zealand, I don't think that we'd pillage
1: it to no, the, quite to but, the way that they but we're do. just we because it goes into like palm oil that we eat, like all around the world that we eat. So and that's, they're doing it for us. So we're we're kind of causing that again.
2: Yeah, so that's a fair point. Um, yeah. It's just the factor that you have to
0: deal with in terms of globalization though like yeah
2: like
0: if you're producing yeah it's true thing like there's yeah you're just thinking like trade for example like there's always going to be that aspect of like detriment or um the negative to the environment if you're shipping down well millions of containers across the world like every year materials or goods or products or whatever to make it to other shores or fly like, planes. Mm. But, you know, um, like there's just some of that. It just, you can't contain it unless you, yeah. Like you're saying your workmate, do we just go back to being cavemen and bring it down to like our home level or like living in our like, mm. family environment. Yeah. So like you, if you, if you live in your own home, for example, if you've got land and grass, or whatever you can, look at it from a self-sustaining point <clears throat> you could start building veggie gardens that sort of thing bring it back that way but in terms of like you know your products that you use your electronics yeah, yeah. like you, I know you, mean. you still you food you consume like yeah. growing, we can't like, yeah we can't some get broccoli, grapes or whatever we can't yeah. get olives unless we get grapes. well yeah that's, <laughs> that's you a bad example <laughs> yeah you've got vineyards here like nothing like everywhere yeah, yeah. but yeah there's always going to be like foods that you need to import like you can't can you get avocados in new zealand like, well but yeah but do you yeah. need avocados yeah, well, you, that's need what I'm saying, you but can't like, grow do we just go back to that yeah. thing where it was a common common I mean, thing for uh, the generation before us their foods that yeah. they would eat would be like your meat and three veg and it was,
1: it's thing. only like two generations it's like our grandparents that, yeah. that would never have had a palm oil chocolate bar like that was unheard of they didn't wouldn't have known what palm yeah, oil is.
2: and to be fair with like the palm oil i know that, that is an issue but i i think i
1: noticed is it maybe on cabri chocolate bars they say that they
2: source it ethically so mm. like that's the thing with like all of the stuff there probably is a way that it can be done ethically and somewhat sustainably if not just the sustainably um But that's the thing. The problem with those people in the Amazon is that they're poor and only thinking about the next meal. That's the problem. If they were, say, if the Amazon was in New Zealand, we have the ability because we already are relatively so wealthy that we can think about 50 years from now. Yeah. So we'll do things way differently. So, yeah, again, that's a big problem in these areas where people are thinking about the next meal. Yeah. They don't have the luxury of thinking about 50 years from now. We do. We start and the wealthier we become, the more that we do have the ability to say, actually... Yeah, we should stop doing things this way, do it a much more sustainable you're right. way. Yeah. But, you're right. So,
1: uh, but that, and then that would also, again, yeah, it it's going like to be perfect. When, if they're but, you're an Amazonian, you look at a block of land, you're like, this can make me zero dollars or rich, yeah. like comparatively rich. And again, it's like when it comes to an individual level, they go, oh, Amazon's so big, it's all good. It's like, what's one football yeah, and, field? For me? And
2: that's the thing, is it's actually not in their best interest to, do it in an unsustainable manner because mm. eventually it will run out. But that's the problem is that they don't have the luxury of seeing mm. that far in, into the future.
0: Well, that, yeah, you also yeah. have people that will abuse like the resources. Yeah. Um, but yeah, generally, like if you're going to like, run, like or, poachers, is probably the yeah, yeah, that's, they that's what they I mean. abuse. Yeah, like yeah. poachers. Yeah, like there will be people that, that do that. But yeah. yeah, for the betterment of the country as a whole, like it's yeah. your like kind of like your bread and butter in a way you can't you got to look after it yeah
1: and that and that so when you but when you're on the country level that is, got to be government control so well, the people who possibly, control the country on that on that scale let's yeah. just say
0: like the new zealand like the slogan we used to have like 100 percent pure mm. like from a tourism perspective yeah it's that a greenwash. Was, yeah, well that was kind of like pushing is what New Zealand would be known for as being yeah. clean, green, like covers it us. We've got the best rivers, we've got the best yeah. mountains, or, or whatever. But yeah. um just not necessarily
2: Yeah, I, but I would say it, it's still in large parts is is true there are still are large parts of New Zealand which are mm. un untarnished. It's, yeah. Um Fiordland, for example. Yeah. Is, but yeah, is that I don't beautiful. know if
1: that's like it's just like happenstance. I think it's just because it's like too hard to mine, so we haven't. <laughs> it's just too. We, it's yeah. too hard to, to, to fell yeah. all the trees, so we just haven't. Well, and it's like a lot of the uh, at university. Remember learning that a lot of the a uh, lot of the like protected lands that we have are just like unfarmable anyway. So we have like farmed everything and continue to fell and farm all the flat nice yeah. land, and uh, they'll be like, oh, but we'll we'll put this like sheer slope, which is like on a flat surface is, like, a lot. It's, like, a hectare or something, but it's, like, unusable for anything. Yeah. Not even It's, like, tussock. So you know.
0: Well, you're just thinking back, well, like 150-ish years, like, for Christchurch, for example, you look like the early settlers that would have had to cross over um, to get to Littleton. Like, just the amount of work and effort to, yeah. you know, to <laughs> yeah, to produce a get better. Or if you're looking at, like, to certain skyscrapers that, that are built, like, they're all inevitably there will have to be some sort of sacrifice whether that's like human death like for example if you're trying to be a pioneer and um, explore explore the unseen land or whatever like you know you may just have to have certain sacrifice um, but generally you know you're wanting to yeah society yeah yeah
1: I mean just by being alive you have to to consume stuff and produce waste as a human body you have to so there's like yeah, you just don't want to try and do it in a sustainable way. You don't want to end up like those um like insect populations where they like, exponentially grow and then like crash down because they consume all the all the resources, and that's that's where the fear comes from. But do you? Do you I, guys? Yeah.
2: Well, and again, just to like draw this back to this whole point was meant to be what? What are we meant to sacrifice? Mm. And I think that was just in general, but yes, probably had environmental undertones, but. Um, my personal belief is that um, the only thing that you need to like, sacrifice is if you have a child, sacrifice your needs for their needs. Mm. If you don't have a child, then your partner and maybe family, especially as your parents grow old, I uh, don't think you have to have any grand purpose to, to have sacrificed all these things to for the for the for the planet the world if you do have like a grand calling to you know be a missionary or an environmentalist by all means follow that mm. but i would say that in 99 percent of cases people get like given for this example probably loves what he does i mm. doubt you'd do oh, it yeah. if he didn't enjoy it yeah so it's like a it's a beneficial it's a mutual relationship he loves the work and it's also good for the environment yeah. so if you have that inkling by all means follow it but um you know, I doubt that you'd be doing
1: it if, if you if yeah, it made I'd you say miserable. I'd say i would agree. Yeah. So if you don't have yeah.
2: that grand calling, don't feel guilty. Um, yeah, right. You, I see what you mean. Well, yeah, I, just realistically, not everyone is going to be um, a saint or a missionary. You know, um, and it's okay. But, but if you as I say if you have got a mm. child, then certainly yeah. be a good yeah. good good father or mother and if yeah. not be a good partner at to in or a good sibling in your family yeah. i think that, that's, that's all you yeah. need to really it's kind of
0: like you zoom out like you start with your yeah, your core so your your base so if that's yeah if you're single generally it could be more about you maybe you should be looking at a perspective of like helping others. I think generally it's good to help others. Yeah. And see yeah. people probably tips for people yeah. with depression. Yeah, it's like go totally. do something for someone else. Um if you're like married or yeah, in a relationship, you obviously will have to sacrifice some of your needs for your partner's needs. Children especially like I'm not a dad, but I feel like when the time comes you just learn and adapt and your your um way of thinking for the future mm. becomes more about like your children and helping your you know your see them succeed and want them to have a better life than you had um but yeah it, as a whole like a society like you, you there's things we can do to improve but it's kind of i think it's kind of like two things is if you're looking at like a trend graph or whatever you'll you'll have two different lines like for yourself and family and then like society as a whole and you want both of them to go yeah to go up but like not yeah we all have different yeah. living yeah and i'm not
2: saying like i and be an asshole i'm just saying that i don't think that you need to like as i say do anything extreme yeah i think it's generally good advice to i try and be a good person um but i don't think you need to like really go out of your way mm. unless as i say if you have that calling by all means follow it um but as yeah. a chance then you'll get enjoyment out of it
1: so you're yeah. doing
2: it because you enjoy it really
0: but yeah. also just yeah i think like don't at the end of the day don't like be a hypocrite about everything.
1: Which uh, the environmental well, aspect again is like there's a lot of hypocrisy in myself so. especially well, yeah, like in, in terms in, in of, of celebrities
0: even like yeah. trying to push us. Um I would just use I, I enjoy watching occasionally like Formula One, mm. which you know probably produces so much fuel wastage, um, pollution. But it's like a rich sport, there's a lot of money. And then you'll see celebrities that will travel there to watch and be part of it. I don't know if specifically, but like some some celebrities probably are also preaching um, the environmental aspect of it. You can't, yeah. you know, you can't have two and two together. Yeah. If you wanna, if you want people to stop producing CO two or you know better for the environment, then how are you supposed to travel the world? Sort of thing, you know. Yeah. like There's you've got you can't have it both ways. There'll be yeah. some sacrifices where you take the owl. For the W, for other you know, but then otherwise, you, you. I don't think there's many lose-lose situations, and if there were lose-lose situations, as a society, we'd find the solutions. Yeah, yeah, we'd quickly. And, f- yeah, we'd flip it the other way.
1: Yeah, yeah, like yeah. If 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 polluting the environment more, made meat prices more expensive somehow, yeah, not less expensive. It. There's yeah, no way. Yeah, just wouldn't do yeah. it. Um, yeah. What what else? Do you guys think people should sacrifice? Oh, I'll say, I'll say what one I had down, All right, my, yeah, my, yeah. My, what I'm willing to sacrifice. And this goes to, seems like the better you are as a person, the more you're going to be able to help others in society as well. So a lot of the stuff you're willing to sacrifice is going to have to do with yourself, I think, a lot of the time. Um, so I was I, wrote, I was thinking, I was like, I'm willing to, to practice monogamy as a sacrifice because I think if we're being honest as guys, it's a sacrifice you're willing to rein in your urges to be with one lucky lady or man or whatever Um and, and that's a sacrifice and I think that helps societally especially with, with kids it makes more uh, structured family environments um, so and that, that's a sacrifice that most people make yeah. unconscious well a lot of people don't end up keeping well, the sacrifice uh, that
0: that in terms of what you've said like, I personally agree with you I do know that there will be not uh, certain environments where, like a nuclear family—dad, mum, child—like it just hasn't worked out in the past, which may influence the environment and how they grow in the future. Mm. But, um, like yeah, what you're—I think it's what you're saying. Yeah, for me, like I—I I sacrifice.
1: It's a sacrifice. But the benefits are uh, yeah. worth it. I
0: think it's better generally for the child to see the parents in a loving relationship, so that they can learn, um, you know. How to care for other people, based on what they see their parents do. Mm. But if you don't have that, then it might yeah. be a bit different. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, It's hard in today's society practicing monogamy. Like if you're hearing
1: people like harder, yeah, probably. cheating
0: on cheating on people all the time, jealousy. Yeah.
1: Like, and you see basically the the most attractive people. If you're well, on a social media or on your phone a lot, you'll be yeah. seeing like tens every day.
0: It's almost, well, it's another kettle of fish, but if you're looking at just from, like, men in general as a society, like, there's so many temptations out there in in terms of, like, practicing monogamy. Um, Sex and advertising sales, um, Hmm. social media, you know, like, you're obviously seeing the, quote, the best-looking, most attractive girls Generally, all the time, who are like the influencers mm. that too, like, can be negative for female emotions. Um, you know, like, you, I think you mentioned before, we have the highest like mental illness issues, rates, Yeah. Illness yeah. rates because there's that con- constant comparison trying to yeah. draw against like who's, who's influencing. Um, but yeah. Yeah. For,
1: the, the most i think the most popular reason or what it's definitely at least more popular than it ever has been for cheating or breaking up is the prospect of like grass is greener on the other side like and because yeah. and, and it's compounded by the the social media being shown like you've always been shown like this is possible like this yeah you yeah, we'll always have there's always
0: going to be someone else there you'll have to yeah. like tinder so it's definitely Bumble. it's definitely
1: harder we need more we need more respect for staying monogamous, man. <laughs> I want praise for oh, it. I agree. I think
0: <laughs> it's um it's yeah, it's a huge sacrifice like marrying someone or committing to yeah, yeah. want to spend
1: like Little the sacrifice. rest of our lives.
0: It's 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 hard well for me like if you're looking like 20 30 years in the future, like it's quite hard to envision that. But that will come by in like the blink of an eye before we know it. Mm. Um, just need to think, what I'd sacrifice?
1: Yeah, well, anything the, else would sacrifice, or that we think people should be more willing to sacrifice. I oh, know, in terms of delayed gratification, everyone yeah. sacrifices like immediate pleasure for long term gain, like exercise. Yeah, and that's super important. Or cold showers we were talking about before. That's that's a sacrifice because you're yeah you not getting the like, warm nice shower.
0: I I think for me, like my sacrifice would be. Like the desire in time as I've gotten older to be like, to be a father, for example, like knowing that what I do now is really going to affect the next five to ten years having children. Like, sure, a lot of people would say y- your twenties is the time to um, take risks and make mistakes and spend your money, go overseas, travel, but equally as you were nearing to the later stages, like, you're thinking about having kids for example you're not going to be able to have that same lifestyle that you'd want like spend enjoy consume as much as possible because you're kind of trying to set a foundation for the next decade
1: yeah Having children, yeah. You mentioned children. I think that that's commonly referred to as the biggest sacrifice you ever make having a, having a kid. you basically sacrificing 20 years, if not the rest of your life, dedicated yeah. to them. And uh, I think it probably is on a societal level not enough people, parents, sacrifice enough for their kids. And oftentimes yeah, they just it's a shame. But I, just, I agree. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think so. Um, oh, I was trying to think what I, was, I forgot what I was going to say. I think just, yeah, Which in you terms know. of well, like sacrificing for. For children, not everyone wants to have children. Like, mm. fair enough. But if you want them, yeah, to that's for me. Like, if you're wanting your child to have a better life than what you've had, like, you, you have like you just have to make sacrifices. So I think mm. wisdom with with age, like, that's where wisdom takes apart. If you, it's hard to say if you're like 18 or really like young, you don't really have that same. There will be mm. some some people I know got married early having kids like one went to school with already got four children you know but people are running their own race yeah it's
1: it's, it reminds me of analysis paralysis like when you have wisdom and age it feels like you're like on the top of a tall hill and you have like perspective all the way down and like 18 year olds only at the halfway up the hill and you're like well not even at the top because we've got a long way to go but you know you can see way more and you have such more of a vast uh, opinion um and that's what wisdom feels like, and I forgot where I was going with that
0: too. It's just maybe it's <laughs> the heat's really taking yeah. out of us. we got full yeah. on sweat mode now. <laughs> but yeah, if you've got, like, I think your early twenties, generally, like, you know, you you're gonna be doing the the OE. Oh, we, we we had that past podcast talking about like, um, the international perspective. So, it's like, travelling, for example, will open open you up to different environments or try new things. I think that was the, the, the main mm-hmm. thing we're talking about. Yeah. But, um, oh gee, I forgot what I was just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it must be the heat. It must be the heat. Well, I remembered what I was talking yeah. about before. Oh, no, you share what you've got.
1: Um, you're saying people, everyone's on their own path Yeah, and talking about age and, and wisdom. Um, and then committing to, committing to something or someone or yeah. committing to having a, a child or whatever you could, and related to analysis paralysis, you could you got to commit at some point. You know, you you'll always be gaining more and more wisdom, and you get a better idea of how to tackle things as you yeah. get older. But at a certain point, you you have to jump in and make the sacrifice of yeah of, of like long term wisdom yeah. for just doing something.
0: I I think I remember what I was going to say. Like often you might see, or I've seen anyway, and and the news you'll have those examples um like 25 year old buys their first house by themselves like the extreme of the extreme because those people had or whatever had put in the sacrifices very very early from when they were like in their teens working saving accumulating wealth sort of thing um to be in that situation but then you have the other spectrum where it's like these are the times to make mistakes to travel see the world Do you know, like, make mistakes? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. fail, then try again, succeed. Um, I don't think like it's uh, fine, like, time obviously is finite, but like, you, you, if you've got 30 years of saving and investing just in a financial sense, I don't think it makes a huge difference if you were like 40. For example, like obviously monetarily you'll you'll gain more, but you have more time. But the, the earlier you start, the more like sacrifices you make early, the easier it is as time goes on. But it's not too late. I think is what I'm trying to say. Right. Like it, the, you would some, some would argue 30s is we you're still young. Some would say 30s you're starting to get old. You know you want to settle down and yeah start thing. But yeah, it, yeah everyone's right, on I mean. yeah everyone's on their their, their own journey. Like you you can't compare all the time like just because someone you went to school with bought buy me a, let's say second second property for investment or whatever or they've had three children and you're still single like you're on your own journey mm.
1: yeah and those like housing examples where it's like some young guys dropped out of high school early and like full-time work yeah, straight yeah. away yeah totally. and so he's buying his house at, like 21 it's like yeah he sacrificed he sacrificed his maybe his social life and yep. Relaxing for f- two years, you know, you, you, but then again, he's also missed out on he's missed smoking out on weed and getting drunk every weekend, well, yeah, which is yeah, uh, they'll miss yeah. Out, yeah, yeah, they'll have like it comes diff- to your morals different different experiences.
0: What you value. Yeah. But then, people who choose to study, for example, well, they're sacrificing by going into generally not yeah. everyone, like going into debt um, for high education. So, yeah. well, Scam, by yeah, the <laughs> for the most part, I think so, I reckon, but um. Yeah, like,
1: goes both ways. You're going to
0: yeah. take the L some way.
1: Yeah. W yeah. the other. Oh, what's the opportunity cost? There's always opportunity cost, yeah. eh? Yeah. Anything else you want to say in terms of sacrifice to make making the world a better place? I think we covered it. Mm. Good discussion.
0: I don't know. If, yeah. Did you have something? I think you talked about monogamy. <laughs> no, as yeah, I was just said, I don't
2: think you need to make any grand yeah, sacrifice, yeah. unless it's, say, yeah. two if you have a dependent other child in particular. Yeah. I don't think that, yeah, you need to sort of, but if you do have a calling or you just stumble into something that turns out to be like a a missionary or something along those lines, you 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 get fulfillment by all means. Yeah, for sure. Or like there's lots of alternative ways like in some less significant than others, but just like if you think about you go to work, like you probably, positively impacting someone's life you're getting rid of asbestos if yeah. you you're packing someone's parcel like you're, uh, it's a small forward. thing yeah. but you're improving s- someone's life yeah. some will be stoked when they get their parcel or someone will be stoked when their house <laughs> is safe to live
0: in <laughs> they can breathe yeah they and, can breathe. And,
2: and like if you're an I'm, entertainer sh- you're lines, enrich- enriching someone's life and then on a grand scale um you know like if you're inventing yeah electric cars or something new yeah. breakthrough technologies then yeah you could change humanity
0: if you're so, like, flipping cheeseburgers well there'll be drunk people there yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> you man you're
1: them. the savior 3 up, I mean, yeah. yeah i was gonna ask real quick maybe um i was, wanted to ask what in terms of sacrifice in christianity is a big theme right yeah, yeah. Do, do you have any any thoughts or what do you think about the, those two words or the sacrifice in terms of religion in general or or Christianity, oh, if uh, anything you want to d-
0: say. Yeah, it depends how. On behalf of all how, Christians ever. <laughs> it depends how broad you want it to, to go. Like, if you want to try and hone it down, I like look at Jesus as the sacrifice or general, you know, like, as loving thy neighbor sort of thing. Mm. Like, um, well, I obviously, like, the Ten Commandments are good to live by, but in terms of, like, doctrine, they're not the be all, end all, right? So, but yeah, generally, I love your appearance. Um, don't commit adultery. So, like, monogamy, for example. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, um In that sense, ancient I, wisdom. Yeah, I don't. I won't go too much into. No, nah, yeah, that can be
1: a different. Part yeah, of it a can be a different
0: world. podcast. But you sacrifices. I'm trying to think of a scripture example, but. Um, Putting you on the spot. Yeah, you have really thrown me. in <laughs> That's spot, all right. Yeah. Save it for another yeah, one. Yeah, we'll Do save you? it for another one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just I guess to wrap it up on that sense, like, um, yeah, love your neighbour and love your parents. Like, treat others how you want to
1: be treated. Mm. Like that, that would be the. Big and it's going to entail many, many sacrifices. Yeah, and amongst that, yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah, well, maybe we'll just wrap it up there. This heat is getting, yeah, pretty hot. It's frying going our brains. Into summer, obviously,
1: not quite used
0: to it. Just you know, was less than a month ago. We still had some snow. Maybe a month now. I don't know. Time's flying by very quickly. Times flying. But yeah, we'll we'll end it there. Planet. That's the wrap for episode eleven. We will see you next time for episode twelve. Thanks, Devon. Yeah, thanks, Devon, for uh, that topic. Hopefully, we covered what you wanted to. Yeah. uh, For us to talk about, but yeah if
1: there's anything if not extra. let us know let we us can, know yeah. we can do another yeah. one or we'll yeah. get him on get him on to yeah. beef us beef us i'm up. sure he disagrees with <laughs> not literally many, beef. if not all of us probably
2: but that's probably all good. you David. <laughs> that's all good hey look that's yeah that's good. D- diversity of opinions good i'm not saying yeah. that i'm right it's just my no, opinion everything a- I said is my opinion
1: i was thinking that i was like uh, everyone like the hardcore environmentalist and the hardcore capitalist is like everyone's opinion needs to be voiced and it's real important And it pulls – I think it pulls – it's like a a crowd of people picking how many jelly beans in a jar. You kind of get – with all the different opinions, you kind of get a rough, correct answer in the middle. Wisdom of the crowd. Wisdom of the crowd.
0: No, I've totally had a a quote that I heard from Dr. Phil. I'm not going to do it justice, but it was something like – Yeah, he was saying like council is like what we're doing. Oh, yes. is like the – it's not what I'm trying to say, but like the antidote to – um, different sort of opinions. Instead of cancel culture, yeah, it should be cancel yeah, culture. The one, that that's the one. That's exactly the one. said it, Yeah, it that's the one that I was talking about. So maybe yeah, we'll just
1: yeah sure. 100% agree. All that's right. Something to think
0: of. Peace out. Thanks, guys. Peace, bye.